0: Hi, and welcome to Social Skills U, where we talk about social skills and conversation strategies. So I'm happy to welcome you to a new episode, whether you're watching me on the live stream or listening to me on the podcast. My name's Richard Gray, and today we're going to be covering the topic of giving compliments. Now, compliments can be a very difficult tightrope to walk in life. And maybe you've given compliments in your life and those compliments really haven't landed well. Maybe the other person treated it with suspicion or they just didn't believe you for whatever reason. So it may be that they've been given a compliment in the past similar to the one that you gave, but the person that gave it had an ulterior motive. And now they're suspicious of anybody giving them compliments and maybe that's why your compliment didn't land or it it, maybe it just didn't feel genuine maybe just didn't deliver it well and that's something that we're going to cover in this live stream the three levels of compliment giving now maybe because you've you've not had good responses from your compliments in your past. Maybe you've become a little bit cynical about doing it and, you, and you've just given up complimenting people because they they just don't react well to it or they just don't believe you. And you think to yourself, well, why would it give you a compliment if you're just going to throw it back in my face? Maybe that's a bit of an extreme response, but hey, maybe that's reality maybe you just don't get good responses but maybe it's just because the other the other person doesn't know how to handle it how to receive it especially if they're not used to receiving compliments or maybe it's the other side of the coin maybe they're an attractive person and every other day they get a compliment based on their on their features and so they're just they've built up a resistance to compliments maybe compliments just feel fake to them so you know, we've got different scenarios here, but the actual delivery of a compliment can be very difficult. And I feel that if we're the one initiating a compliment, then it's there's more responsibility on us to, to help make that compliment land well and to help the other person to receive it. So three levels to compliment giving. Now, Perhaps you've experienced the bad, but there's also the good. When you deliver a compliment well, and it really lands well, it can be very powerful, and it can be even life-changing to somebody, a, a particular type of compliment, and that's that's all about level three of compliment giving. Now, 20, 25-odd years ago, I was with a new girlfriend, and she was talking about somebody and she was putting them down. She was being a little bit negative about them. I've no idea at this point in time who that was. It could have been an actor on TV. It could have been a politician or anybody. I really don't remember that part of the memory. All I remember is that she was putting somebody down and I came to the defense of that person. And I said... I proposed a different, an alternative to what she was saying. Maybe I was suggesting that that's not what that person was, was trying to communicate. Maybe this person that you're putting down was trying to achieve this goal, but you've interpreted it in this way and now you're putting them down. Basically, I was coming to the defense of somebody who wasn't there, which she was putting down. Now... I was expecting a negative response from her, maybe a challenge, a pushback, or even an argument over the matter. But instead of that, she turned around and said to me, wow, I bet you make a really good friend. And that, that really disarmed me. That really took me by surprise. Now, at that time in my life, I was just not used to receiving compliments whatsoever. And that suddenly this is this, big powerful punch of a compliment that just came out of the blue so unexpected you're really i bet you really make a good friend and i never even thought about that before the concept of being a good friend versus a bad friend etc now i at that time in my life i was a very quiet person and i probably didn't make a very good friend I probably expected the other person to do a lot of the talking, a lot of the legwork in, in conversation when they were in my company. Maybe a colleague who had no choice but to work for me with me for eight hours a day and, and they were forced to do a lot of the talking. So I probably didn't make a good friend or a colleague because I let them do most of the legwork of, of holding up a conversation. But when, but she didn't know that. We were in a new relationship. And she said, wow, I bet you will make a really good friend. Now, I don't remember much about the details of the conversation at the time. But 20, 25 odd years later, I still remember how that compliment made me feel. And that is the power of compliments when they're done well, when they're done right. So let's go through the three levels. Now, level one is what I learned from Joe Rogan, and this level is what what we'll call the disarm and and it's really about when you're meeting a new person, a person for the and the new for for the first time, and you want to disarm them with a compliment. Break the ice, create a positive vibe, so it can be something about their work, their energy. Or, or something that they're wearing, something physical. So you, you can say, wow, I, I really love your energy, or I I really like the way you're putting a positive spin on things. Just, just a compliment that breaks the ice. However, as we know, people very often don't know how to receive a compliment or they'll treat it with suspicion, especially when it's, a new person maybe you're on a first date and you you give a compliment to your first date and maybe they'll 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 smile and accept it but what are they thinking in their mind yeah you don't really believe that maybe you just want to you just want to get me in bed or you don't know what their internal voice is telling them but a surface level compliment a mechanical compliment usually invites that negative kind of internal chatter, even while they're smiling and nodding and thanking you for the compliment. So what we need to do to avoid that, get beyond that, lower their barriers, lower their resistance, because they don't know you at this point in time and you don't know them. And so they could be suspicious towards you and your motives for your compliment. Or they they may not just be they may not be suspicious. They may just think, well, yeah, you're saying that compliment because we're we're in that kind of conversation where we're just getting to know each other. So you're saying whatever you can think of, but it's not it's not genuine. It's just words. So we need to wrap up that compliment in a vehicle in order to deliver the compliment in a way that can be received properly and that's where we get to level two and level two is what i learned from alan garner alan garner is a is the author of a book which i'm struggling to remember the title of um doing conversations well something like that anyway if if you like the sound of alan garner then you can just google his name or or search for him in audible um, but Alan Garner is kind of what level two is based on. And and he says that in level two, which I will call the the feel-good level or the warm-up level, this is all about how to deliver the compliment well. So, first of all, you have to personalize the compliment. So instead of just saying, Wow, I really love. Um, that ensemble you're wearing i love that blouse that that jacket that handbag whatever it may be that is that's level one compliment but to personalize it you have to personalize it to the person so it's it's more about giving a reason why you like that thing that you like that thing that you're complimenting them for to make it more genuine here's a compliment and here's why i like it and that way, it's going to be more genuine, instead of just feeling like a, a mechanical, word-driven compliment that's really got no meaning behind it. So, if if you like something that the person is wearing their blouse, their shoes, their handbag, the way they're wearing their hair, whatever it may be, personalize it and say why you like it. So maybe they're wearing a a nice blouse or a dress and you say oh i really love that that dress you're wearing it really complements your skin tone it really goes well with your skin tone now you've, give, you've given a reason why you like it and that's that's the personalization effect and that's what makes it more genuine a little bit more warm and allows the other person to trust you a little bit more it it lowers the walls a little bit now another thing you can do which Alan Garner advises, is to use their name when you're delivering this compliment. Because as he rightly observes, and many authors have observed, people love the sound of their own name. Now, actually, that's not 100% true. I I, I never like the sound of my own name. That's why I even changed it. In fact, many, many, many moons ago. But that's, an, that's another story. But look, a lot of people agree that other people like the sound of their own name, and it's the most important sound in their world, the sound of their own name. So if you put their name into the sentence while you're delivering, delivering the compliment, then it makes it stand out a little bit more. So, hey, Jane, I love that dress you're wearing. It really compliments your skin tone. Now you've giving the sentence a little bit more impact as well as a reason for the compliment. Now, I am i don't want to give you too much information here that it's going to be overwhelming. When you get into this situation, it's all going to go out of your head. So don't try too hard to remember all these little details. You can always listen back to this later or even buy Alan Garner's book. But we're at level two here, and there's still one more part to this. And the the third part of it, and this is the part that I find I personally find the most impactful, and I never even thought about this before. It had never occurred to me. And when I first listened to Alan Garner's book, and I heard this, I thought, "Wow, what an idea! I never even thought about that before." And it addresses the part of the compliment where you deliver it, and then the other person has to respond to it. Now, if they weren't expecting a compliment, they've got to now think on their feet. And a lot of people are not good at thinking on their feet and being spontaneous in responses. So this part really addresses that. So instead of just saying, hey, here's my compliment, and then waiting for their response to it. And now they've got to They're forced to come up with some sort of response to that compliment. You wrap your compliment up with a question, a follow-up question. Hey, Jane, I love that dress. It really suits your skin tone or it really goes well with your eye color. Was that intentional? Now, they can respond to the question Instead of trying to respond to the compliment, so they could do both. They say, "Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah i i really i, I really found that this colour goes well. I've been told before, or that this type of colour suits me well. So I'm I, I really trying. Well, I've never I've never had to ask answer this question myself, so I I really don't know how to answer it. But somebody. Who has co- coordinated their their dress sense to their skin color, etc., may be able to answer this question very easily. I was once in a photography session again several decades ago. And I forget even why I was in a professional photography, but I do remember the photographer himself because he told me to come to the session with a selection of different shirts. So that we could try out different shirts and see which one suited me best in the picture, and I had a white shirt, which I initially arrived in. He said, "No, that's not the shirt to wear because it brings out your eyes or something like that and he knew what color would suit me best in this pic- in this picture. He says, "No, white is not the right color for you so somebody who is coordinating there. Clothing to their skin color, whether they've got a an Asian warm sort of toasty color, or or they've got a darker color, or they've got a white color like myself, they may well be coordinating their clothing to their skin color. So you might have just nicely hit home with this compliment. You, instead of just saying "no, nice dress," you've you've backed it up with a reason why because it tones it it complements their skin tone. And now you're you're asking them if that was intentional or you're asking them some other question which enables them to really follow up with the compliment instead of having to respond directly to it. and i I think that's a very nice wrapping. And that's just one example. So next time you're given a compliment, think about what that compliment is and how you're going to deliver it though the wrapping that you can put around the compliment which will enable the other person to receive it and without being put on the spot without having to respond to the compliment i mean some people who are comfortable with themselves will just say thank you but many people are not comfortable in their own skin and they're in a monologue they're in a voice they're critic will Immediately start coming up with reasons why they are not that thing that you say they are. If you say they've got great hairstyle, their inner voice and, and and their response might come out based on what their inner voice is telling them that, oh yeah, I just threw it together today. It's not really, I'm not really looking my best or whatever. And and they won't know how to take the compliment. So a follow-up question really. takes away their the responsibility on them the pressure on them to respond to your compliment now all they have to do is respond to the question instead so you're guiding them in a different direction and you're you're softening the landing and i think that's great excuse me now level three is a whole different level and this is this is the level that i live at and i call level three of compliment given the the reputation given, and this is where you can really change somebody's life when you give a compliment not based on a surface level thing but something that they actually do it has to be based on a belief that they already have maybe it's it's just a partial belief it's a half belief it's a three-quarter belief whatever but Maybe they've not, never been told that they're good at a particular thing, but they maybe they believe, they think they are. they are fairly good at it. They don't have to have this belief that they are the best at something, but maybe they think they're okay at something. And then you go and tell them that they are really, really good at this thing. Now, if they accept it, and it reinforces an internal belief, they're going to start living up to your reputation. Maybe they were three quarters good at something, and maybe that's what you thought, but you didn't say. Maybe you saw somebody, and let me give you an example here. I used to be a driving assessor for a very large FTSE 100 company who had a large fleet of drivers, um, engineers who would go out to visit customers every day and so two three four hours of their day will be taken up on driving a a company vehicle and so the company needed to know that they were good drivers so once a year they got a driving assessment and and i would be one of those people who gave the driving assessments because i'm an advanced driver i've taken those extra qualifications but staff could really be defensive about somebody assessing their driving skills, especially when they think that they are great drivers they've got a bulletproof attitude toward driving, especially if they've been driving for many, many years and they've never had an accident. They may think they're the best thing since sliced bread when it comes to driving, and they resent somebody else sitting there and judging their driving skills. And so a lot of them can get, get very defensive. Some can really resent your presence a few can it would even take it to the extent of driving badly just to give me the message that they didn't care what I thought about their driving so they they would drive worse they would drive dangerously in order to give me the message that they didn't care what they thought about my assessment crazy as it seems that was true but there was, on one particular occasion, there was one guy, a fairly young guy, who took the assessment seriously. And it turned out that he was actually a very good driver. And he was serious about his driving. And I recognized that beyond the average level of driving ability, he had extra natural talents as a driver. His perception, was above average and I could recognize that in his driving once he'd relaxed and he got used to my presence in the car I could recognize those natural abilities coming out and at the end of the assessment I told him I gave him a reputation compliment I told him that I thought his driving was exceptional to the point that he should go and join his local Rosper driving club or some other advanced driving association and really develop his driving skills because I felt that he had some natural talent at it. Now I believe he probably had an internal belief that he was maybe a good driver, but he just needed to hear somebody else tell him that. And he would have gone away. I'm pretty sure he went away from that day with his reputation compliment and he would have gone away and started trying to live up to that reputation. I I can bet, although I never saw him again after that day, I can bet anything that he went away and inter- joined an advanced driving association and he developed his driving skills. Who knows where he went from there? But that's the power of a reputation. Compliment. And on my own advanced driving um, exam, which a police, constable, uh, police officer, a police chief will will be the driving assessor on an advanced driving um, exam. I was told that because on on an on a driving exam, on an advanced driving exam, you have to give um, commentary on your driving as well as driving. So you have to be commentating on your driving and and telling the assessor everything that you're seeing, that every decision that you're making, whether you're going to change lane. What's the reason that you're changing lane? What are you doing now? You're looking in the rear. You're, you're, you're commenting on how many cars are in the rear. There's cars up front. You're going to brake now Why are you braking. There's a bend in the road. What do you see in the road ahead? You bring everything into your commentary as you're driving. So you make the internal external, and this is part of driving. Now, my instructor had told me, just to commentate for the entire one-hour exam. Now, normally they'll they'll only ask you to, to commentate for about five minutes, but the guy that trained me, he told me, even if they say, oh, you only need to commentate for five minutes, he said, just do it for the entire hour. Don't ask me why, just do it for the entire hour. So I did. And at the end of my exam, that chief constable, chief inspector, whatever level he was, he turned around and said to me, I have never in my life heard such commentary, such good commentary, even now, even our best chief inspector cannot commentate that well, and I had no idea. I thought I was just doing an average normal commentary job, just commenting on what I saw in the environment, but he delivered that reputation giving compliment. If he'd never said that to me, if he'd just awarded me his gold level, which he did, I would have no idea to this day. But he delivered that compliment, and and now I had a reputation. I knew I was good at something that I had no idea about before, and that was the power of the compliment, the the reputation compliment. And you can give people those same reputation compliments in their life, which they. If they if they accept it, they will forever associate that compliment with you, even if you're only in their life for a, a day or a year. Twenty or thirty years later, they will associate that reputation compliment with you. Now, that is that is level three. That is a power of the compliment level, and I love it because it. I have the power to change people's lives, and you do too through this level. So even if you see somebody doing something and you think, well, you, you're good at that. You're not the best, but you're good at it. The way to deliver a reputation compliment is to say to them, hey, you're really good at that. I really, I'm really impressed by the way you do that, whatever it is that you're complimenting them for. And if they had an internal belief, or sometimes it doesn't even matter if they didn't, as in the example I gave you with my own driving instructor. If you give that reputation compliment and they accept it, if they like it, if if you're complimenting on complimenting them on something in their life that they they like, they enjoy. Maybe it's maybe they're painting something, and maybe it's an average painting. But you turn around and say to them, wow, that's a really fantastic painting. I'm really impressed with that. And if you have credibility for giving that compliment, maybe you're an artist yourself and your compliment comes with credibility, with authority, as in with my that that police chief that gave me a reputation compliment, then they're going to accept it without question And they're going to start living up to that reputation. Maybe they were only three quarters good at it, but now they're going to push for the 100%. And you've potentially changed the course of somebody's life. Maybe I changed the life of that person on that driving assessment day. Who knows? But that's level three. So level one was the the disarm. Level two was the warm-up or the feel-good level. And level level three is the, the reputation giving level so that's that's the compliment and at the at the beginning of this live stream i thought well the compliment's just a compliment pick something you like about the other person tell them that's it no there's a whole world to giving compliments and you can take it to whatever level you like but i do recommend that you go if you're just at that level 1 that surface level then you do at least try and, and give your compliments a wrapping so that they feel more genuine and the other person can at least have a better chance of accepting it. Because at the end of the day, they will like, they will associate the compliment and the feel-good factor and, the, and, and all that good stuff, the positive vibe. They'll associate it with you and they'll feel that more, more warmth towards you as a result of it. So that is the power of a compliment. And that's where I want to leave it. So I'll say thanks for listening to this live stream. You've got really good taste in your choice of audio or visual listening or watching. (laughs) Thank you very much. And I hope you carry that through and tune in for the next episode. Thanks and bye for now.